What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Happy Monday? That's right, it is Monday. My volume has turned way too high. Uh, I'm Will Brinson. I'm the host of CBS Sports' daily NFL podcast. And uh, this is a time-traveling, super friends edition, two-part mailbag podcast that you are listening to right now. Today is Monday, June 17th. And we are going to run through a bunch of questions. We got a bunch of excellent questions from our wonderful listeners. Uh, if you, if you still want to do one for a future mailbag, leave a five star review on Apple Podcast. It's not called iTunes anymore. John Breach and Sean Wagner and Ryan Wilson. It's called Apple Podcast. Leave a five star review and uh, we will answer the question in a later mailbag. Uh, for now, what we're going to do is answer a bunch of questions in this edition and then we'll pause. And then next Monday, which will be Monday, June 24th, um, we will have another mailbag edition that we're pre-recording because I'm going on vacation this week. Uh, and then we'll have Brady Quinn and Pete Prisco. We'll still have five podcasts a, a week, but just so you know, that's sort of the plan for what's happening here. Um, any- we're pointing out, this is Brinson vacation number two this summer. Yeah, it's each one week. If it's you're called- keeping score at home. John, you're going to Paris. Yeah, but you're I'm, taking I'm two already vacations. Gone on multiple vacations yeah. this summer. You've been on. You weren't just in Mexico City, I guess. That was a weekend, Sean. I mean, that was each a weekend. My each vacation is a week long. It's in the off season. I mean, this is just. Reese doesn't have a daily podcast with his name on it. This is. I don't have a daily podcast with my name on it. Where's my I daily? Podcasted from Mexico City. I worked on my vacation. Boom, roasted. What Sean doesn't know is that we what? got we got a new line of apparel in for the Pick Six podcast. It's got. <laughs> My face on it now. Ryan literally just left. By the know, way. He's so hilarious. disgusted. He's so tired of all the vacations he, that Brinson's done. Taken. Yeah. You know, you know what happened is Ryan, we lost Ryan's connection there for a second. Ryan, uh, pretty obviously, accidentally hit the hang up button and disconnected I, himself. I was trying to close Slack because Sean told me to open it and I was disgruntled ever, ha, after having listened to him and I hit the wrong button. Yes. It's, and yes, Ryan looks like he's floating in the ether. I don't know why he's doing that. Just let it ride. We don't need to talk about it on the audio podcast. Um, anything that you guys want to uh, want to throw out? Me out? Yeah, it's weirding me out too, Ryan. Move, move your hand or something, buddy. Um, okay, this is going to be rough. Um Ryan, is there Ryan? Is there anything you would like to say before we dive into this mailbag edition of the podcast? One thing quickly uh, to seventeenth as you're listening to this, we're nine and ten days respectively away from the biggest two days in June. Boom! I'll leave it. Somebody's anniversary. Oh no, wait, it's our birthdays, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and someone's anniversary. I forgot about that. I always forget about Katzowitz. Josh Kikowitz. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Katzowitz. Josh Katzowitz. His uh, anniversary is on your birthday, I think. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, if you really want to do something swell for me and burn Sean at the same time, send me a half zip for my birthday, and then we can wear it on the podcast. You're oh. never getting the Notre Dame shirt if that happens. Wow. I'm, I'm going to burn it and periscope it because that's your favorite <laughs> social media platform. Are you using a Christmas mug? Get your jingle yeah. on? Put, yeah. put that thing away. It's June, man. What are you doing? My seven-year-old got me this for Christmas. So I'm, is- I'm enjoying some herbal tea. Um, okay. Let's dive in. Again, we're going to go, if you leave a question, a five-star review on iTunes with a question, I pro- and it's appropriate, somebody somebody sent me a variety, you know, like somebody, people accidentally uh, email you when they're trying to text you and you get like their number at like Verizon text email address or whatever? Uh, yeah, that happens with me, you, and Ryan all the time with, with Ryan, obviously. Yeah. But well, also, like, Brinson, where's your line for inappropriate? Like, how could anyone possibly cross it? Well, <laughs> that, uh, somebody... Who's, I don't know who it is, um, because they just texted my email address. 
from their I, but I have their phone number. 402. What's a 402 area code? I don't know. They wanted they, uh, that is Nebraska. They said um I'm going to not going to even say the name, but they said, "Do you think blank blank is doing a good job and do you support him?" That is my question for the mailbag. It's like, <laughs> "What are you doing, buddy? You know you know who I'm talking about, right?" No. Is it a Hi, us? Is it someone in the league? It is not someone in the league. It is not someone in that you know. It's a very famous person with a with with hair oh, with hair like Justin mine. Bieber. Oh, yeah, no, Justin Bieber. It. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't say it. Will that make you uncomfortable if I, I say it? I don't want to implicate that I would even discuss the topic. So let's just move along. <laughs> I have uh, no idea what you're talking. I mean, about. you brought it up. It's a high. It's a high-ranking government official, Ryan. Oh, okay. Not the, head of, not the head of the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, Bruce. It's yeah, uh, Bruce Arena. Is that it? Uh, no. Jill Ellis. Do you even know the name of the woman? Who, U.S. Women's National Team, Brinson. All right. Said it. So here's here is the first question. Mary. Here's the first question from Softy Softy Magoo on iTunes. Why does Sean think the women should stop scoring? Is he soft? Are we actually? We're not going to have this debate on this podcast, oh, okay. about if. Do you think? Well, that, okay, well, look, the U.S. women's team beat the <laughs> snot beat the snot out of Thailand the other day, thirteen nothing, and they were dancing okay, and partying. Before you continue, let's back up. You can you name three people in the U.S. women's <laughs> national team? Uh, yes, he's googling it right now. You can no, no, I'm, 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 I promise I'm not. Um, go ahead, I'll give you. I think ten. you can get one. Yeah, uh, Alex, everyone knows uh, the big one. Alex Morgan. Yep. Okay, that's, that's one. one. Should know first most. <laughs> you talk to one on the phone. Oh, Julie Ertz. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't talk. I talked to Zach Ertz on this uh, on the phone for this podcast. Well, you knew who his wife was. <laughs> I hope. The point. The point is this. Yeah, I can't. Name, uh, I can't name. Like to jump on every bandwagon, sports bandwagon that goes on Twitter. So you I, got on the bandwagon about the U.S. Women's National Team, and that's why I was making fun of you. So go ahead and make your crazy point. Okay. First of all, it's not a bandwagon. It's effing America. Okay. I'm allowed to root for my country in the the females. That represent our country in the World Cup, or the males, or the uh, you know whoever. Um, they scored thirteen nothing, and people on Twitter were getting real bunched up about them not stopping scoring. And my point was, it's insane to stop scoring because goal differential matters in group stages. Everybody else in the group gets to play Thailand. Everybody else can pile on, and it might come down to be the tiebreaker for why you do or don't advance, or be the one or two, or win your group. So. If you stop, how many teams are in a group? Four. Nice. There you go. I mean, I was a World Cup. How many teams come out? Two, man. One wins. And this guy. Oh, no. There's, there's in the women's World Cup, some third place teams come out. Well, well surprise, surprise, Brinson. We'll um, give you that. Anyway, do you think they should have stopped scoring? No. You're, you're obviously right. About it. What the, I'm obviously you. right. Please say that to Ryan's face. Get out of here, Ryan. Why the opposite end of this? No. Yeah. I watched the game without it's, being on Twitter. I did not care that they scored 13 goals, and I went on with my life. And then I checked Twitter, and I see Brinson's, you know, planting his flag on the defending women, U.S. Women's National Team when no one asked him to. I just think that's hilarious. And it gets funnier because 24 hours later, he retweets the same tweet that it got thousands of retweets and comments because, you know, he is an instigator. I'm going to go, ret- uh, I'm gonna go retweet it right online. now. Not so much in person. I'm going to retweet it right now. The tweet got a bunch of tweets. And, um, and, and people- there's no softy magoo. Uh, at least in terms of uh, Apple podcast questions. All right, let's go. All right, let's move. That was a fake podcast question. I will admit to that. Um, Lou from Charlotte. That is real. Uh, on Apple podcast, ask, 
If you were stranded on an island with no technology and you had to choose only one of the super friends, that's the four of us, in case you didn't know that, to be stranded with, who would you choose? Ryan, you are the closest to death. You may go first. <laughs> You're going to feel really bad when I die one of these times and you have to come on the following week. As long as Pete's uh, not alive. Uh, I think I'm going to go I'm going to go with John Breach. Mm. It's a good choice. John and I are both uh, minorities in a male, white dominated world. Uh, you know that, that you're is, on a that is, deserted yeah. island. Like that, the, the demographics do not matter at all. Yeah, so the demographics would be 100% minority. Brand. That's right. We'd be in charge for a change. But Everyone the point would is. Want to move this island. And uh, I, I actually, I spent a lot of time with John over the last few months. And uh, most recently, and actually, I think we'll talk about the, the rest of the story in a later question. But uh, we were at one of the bars while you and um, EK and Robbie were out doing God knows what, looking for action. And John and I just sat in the back at uh, – no, looking for a good time at the bar. Is this before, and, after, know, for, is this before after you punched him in the, in the junk? You're, you're, don't get to have to – don't get to have the story. Okay, sorry. But uh, <laughs> like EK does not like sitting like at a, at a bar table and just like chilling out. Like that's my idea of a good time. He was like looking to see where the bands were and where you know, people were having a good time. I, that's not my thing. John and I just sat <laughs> in the back. Having a good time. Uh, not your thing. Yeah, exactly. John, sat, John and I sat in the back of Losers, I think. Yes. Just minding our own business, and you guys came over, got antsy, we had to leave. And uh, it was very pleasant talking to him. So I figure if I stay with Sean, I would give it like three days. Brinson, I would give it like two days. Breach, probably a week. So that's an interesting answer. I'm, I'm surprised that you gave that answer when you picked John Breach, because I, I definitely consider Breach for this, but not for the same reason. Like, I think out of the four of us, the most likely to survive because of like cutting and weird ninja skills that you didn't think that he would actually have would be John Breach. So I would, yeah. I would probably lean towards Breach, assuming that I couldn't pick myself. Um, as we discussed on Twitter, there is a, you know, a, a bit of a cannibal factor here, right? Like at some point you might need to eat meat and that means that you might have to eat another person. And, uh, I think definitely not picking you guys now. Well, I think out of the four of us that I'm probably the most uh, succulent. So, I listened to yesterday's podcast this morning, and hearing you declare that you would be like the most tasty person to eat out of everyone on the podcast just disgusted me, and I turned off the podcast. Like <laughs> the <laughs> fact that you thought that is like a humble brag for you to even like bring up, but the fact that it's not you a, also like it's, it's not. I mean, Brent, in, in the animal kingdom, it's usually the youngest. That's why you eat lamb. That's why you eat caviar. So you wouldn't qualify under that spectrum was not the youngest on the podcast but you know who knows humans could be different i've never tasted a human uh-huh. i don't know if that i don't know <laughs> yeah. if that, I, don't, I don't think that's and why you chose it right you chose this sick bastard i don't know if i can say <laughs> i was i just meant I like company. i didn't mean for for eating each other i wasn't bragging yeah, i'm not you chose the guy who's planning to eat you i'm well, not I mean, i'm this... not gonna eat you ryan i'm not gonna eat you i promise that's... all right so who'd you pick brenton uh, I, that's, that's what I, oh, I think I'm, I, think well, I don't, I don't think I could deal with, um, Sean cause there's like a 50, 50 chance that he has some sort of, I know there's no technology, but maybe he's got like a, like he's st- like, he's a, like snuck in a record player or something and he's got brand yeah. new and I just oh. can't, I mean, like at some point we're going to like, after we have a two or three day discussion of game of Thrones yep. and like, Oh, like, what do you think about coconuts? Sean's gonna be like, well, so let's talk about Return of the Jedi, and I'm like, ah, that, that, you know what? I'm gonna have to kill you. I'm sorry, I can't do this for another. Do you three think Arya really loves me in real life? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan, I, 
Yeah, I would go Breach, I think, for the potential ninja skills. And when I say that I'm the most, uh, I'm the tastiest of the group, it's not a humble brag. I'm saying that, like, I'm probably the the fattest one of the four. Everything you say is a humble brag. (laughs) All right, Sean, go ahead. Am I allowed to pick none of you guys and just be alone? No. That would be uh, weird. Well, anyways, that would be my choice. First of all, uh, that makes you a jerk. Why would you want to be alone? I don't trust Breach. Jesus. I just Breach would would kill me in the middle of the night and then feast off my body. So I don't trust Most him. Nice. I think Brinson would probably Brinson and Ryan would each annoy me in different ways. <laughs> okay. Brinson would just want to talk too much. Like Brinson can't be quiet and like just sit in his corner of the island and not do anything. Like he's just gonna annoy me, and I I just want some alone time. Like I'm gonna think about death, how I'm dying alone. I don't need Brinson oh, jabbering God. on and on about the etiquette. He needs to play. Uh, what's your music? What's your band? You need to play brand new, and you can cry in the corners. Of what you want? Yeah, to exactly. I need my. I need stare at the ocean. Hey, we got a good view. Uh, Ryan would annoy me because I think Ryan would get negative the fastest. Mm, agree. I think he would just agreed. start complaining and probably quit the quickest. Thanks. I'm gonna pick <laughs> Ryan because I want to be alone, and I think he's gonna perish the quickest, and then I would be alone for a longer amount of time. So I take Ryan, least annoying out of the group. And we'd have the we'd have the world's best soccer team. Um, I will uh, I will say this that out of the four of us, Ryan is definitely the one who would be the happiest if this situation unfolded and he was by himself on a desert island. Oh my god, you have no idea. Oh yes, uh, you're right. It's it makes my choice even clearer. It's Ryan. Uh, John, who would you pick for the uh, desert island? Look, if we're on an island, there's a ninety percent chance this is turning into a Lord of the Flies situation. Even if you guys are going to sit and chit-chat about Game of Thrones, I'm looking at this as man versus beast, Charles Darwin, survival of the fittest, Brinson's the medius. We've already established that. I want to live as long as possible in silence. I'm taking Brinson, turning into a cannibal, and I'm surviving for 10 years. It's a good choice. Do you wear, do you wear his hair at any point? <laughs> we'll get- no, I take, the, I take the hair off his head and put it on my chest, and then I mock <laughs> Brinson for having less chest hair than me. <laughs> that I did not want to see. So as Don't I'm pay- as I'm bleeding out of my chest because you've ripped the, the hair out and you've placed it on your head, you're like laughing at me as I'm dying. I think I would like to change my answer to someone other than Breach. <laughs> well, then also, if I'm eating you guys, like Wilson's probably high in fiber. Sean lives in California. There's some avocado organic taste yeah, there probably. got a lot of vitamin D, but you already have that on the island. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. Oh my God, Sean! Right. Sean! Sean would like be like, "Uh, I'm sorry, I can't help get coconuts. I have to go run to the uh, run on the beach for a little while because you know I can't like do anything before I work out." I, I give That's... you, a, I give you a deep voice. Oh, I mean, I can't do anything before I work. There we go. Um, do you want to act out the entire Rogue One movie with me? <laughs> <laughs> I built costumes out okay. of palm leaves. <laughs> this That's is positive. I have encyclopedia like knowledge of certain movies and shows that I could just recite them. So we don't have a TV, but we can just role oh. play. Can you imagine how miserable that would be? What a, how, what a positive. All right, what's the next question? Moving along. These, we will have some, these are football questions involved in this, too, by the way. Don't, don't think it's all Desert Island, but that was a good one from Lou from Charlotte. Uh, some combination of numbers, 105079 on Apple Podcasts. People have weird names on there. Wrote, what team, if, what NFL team, obviously, if any, is poised to take over as the next football dynasty, a.k.a. who will be or could be or won't be because it won't happen, the next Patriots? Uh, Sean, since we can get your answer quickly because it's the Redskins, uh, you go first. <laughs> why? Wait, why? It's a running podcast joke, man. Just give me your answer. Um. The answer is none, but if I had to pick one, I will just say the Chiefs because they have the best quarterback. 
Mm, I don't like that answer because the Chargers. Okay, you're not going to like any of these answers. The Chargers. It's going to be the next Patriots. Well, just I just think the division is too good. Uh, Breach. Who would you? Philip Rivers ain't playing for a long time. I would not say the Chiefs because Andy Reid's 61. I don't think he has in him to keep coaching forever. I think Mm. if he wins the Super Bowl, might just retire. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Can you, you tr- can you imagine what? Andy Reid ripping off like six Super Bowls right now? That would be crazy. It would be like it'd be like uh, I want to live in that world. It, it would be sort of like Phil Mickelson esque though to to get that first one and then just go nuts. Um, all right, your turn, Breach. Go ahead. Uh, but I think you need a strong front office, eye for talent, and obviously a quarterback. I like the Browns, except like Sean said, or you were going to say, Brenton, that the division can play a part in it. So you get the Steelers and the Ravens there. That can be a little difficult. And in the NFC. My three best choices would be the Eagles, Seahawks, or Rams. Mm. Actually, John, actually, when he named off the good front office, what else did you say? Good quarterback and what else? Maybe young coach. <laughs> no, young remember. coach, that's right. You said a good coach. I thought you were going to steal my team. I'm going with the Colts. Chris uh, Ballard's crushing it. They have so much cap room. Andrew Lux, he's 30 now, I think, 29 or 30. So five years maybe. They're not going to have a 20-year run like the Patriots, but – I think they could be that team. I mean, they have a lot of young guys. Darius Leonard's back, all that other stuff. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. Colts were my answer as well. Got a, you know, Luck is a little bit older, but he should be able to play for a while. Assuming Turns 30 the day after 9-11. Okay. What? Noted. I was just telling you how old he is. Wilson said he thought he was 30 and corrected himself 20. I was telling you when he turns 30. Well, yeah, he's got seven more years. I think the other thing with the Colts, too, is that division could go to utter crap. Like, everybody in the Jacksonville could get fired if they have a bad season. Houston is having a crazy situation with their GM right now, and the Titans are sort of – I liked what the Titans have in terms of their front office and their roster, but they're in uh, no man's land at, at the quarterback position. So I think I would also go with the Colts. The Eagles are a good choice, too, but they would be tough. I think I just think because, you know, the Giants have Daniel Jones and – um the Redskins, as Sean pointed out, and of course the Cowboys actually have a pretty good roster working. Uh, being, this is from MMC Bitsec. Did I just cuss? I don't even know what I just did. Uh, on Apple Podcasts. Being a millennial, Sean, you'll get this one first too. I remember when the Texans were created. Do you ever see the NFL expanding again or a situation where a team like the Bills moves out of the country, maybe to Toronto? Uh... Do you remember I when the Texans well, came? Do you remember the Texans? Do I remember the Texans? Yeah, like, do you remember the birth of the Texans? No. Do you remember the Alamo? Yes, 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 yes. The birth of the Texans, yes. Okay. It involved a lot of David Carr getting pummeled. Yeah, of course. It's real we shame. love that here. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, I hope there's not an expansion. That's what I'll say. It's because there's already not 32 starting quarterbacks in football, and we are left with those four or five teams that are unbearable to watch because they can't throw the ball. Um, so expanding it to 34, I think, would be a disaster. It wouldn't surprise me if we see, I don't know about out of the country, but I think if we could see more teams move, I think cities are starting to wise up to the fact that they shouldn't be paying for stadiums, or at least they're slowly coming around to that. We saw with Oakland uh, refusing, which is giving me weird looks. Because uh, Vegas paid for it. So even if Oakland refuses, there's, there's going to be a city that's going to pay. So no one's wising up. Moving. And that's what I'm saying is is teams can move because the city that has the team, I think, is much more willing now to maybe let them go and realizing that we shouldn't be paying for the stadiums. Hmm. I go think ahead, oh, yeah, go ahead, John. I, was, I would say I mean, I agree with Sean. I don't think any team you're at 32 teams, a nice round number. If I had to put a percentage on it, I would say probably 98 percent chance there is no expansion anytime soon. But if teams are moving 
I know Sean's saying they're going to wise up, but he didn't really name any specific teams that might move. If I had to pick three teams that maybe could move in the next 10 years, I would go Bills, Jacksonville, and the Bengals. Hmm. What? Wait a second. The Bengals? Yeah, where'd that come from? Bengals, their lease expires 2026. The front office is nuts. If Mike Brown's alive, he's going to make a power play for more money or a bigger lease, something that won't go over well with the county because Cincinnati is not going to sign their lives away like they did with their last lease, and it could get contentious. That's Where all. Where do you think they would go? go? That was three questions. <laughs> where do you think I think, where do you think they'll go? Well, I mean, there there will be a lot of open cities at this point. I mean, St. Louis could make a play. They were ready to build a stadium, you know, as soon as the Rams were already had one foot out the door in L.A. Uh, Portland, Oregon could jump in the fray. There's a lot of city, all the cities that wanted the Raiders. San Antonio, all these. Is, is Brown leaving Ohio? I, I mean, if if it's all about money with that guy. I, w- I can't believe I didn't think that we would get a more emo moment than Sean crying in a cave on a desert island while listening to Brand New and contemplating death. But here we are. John Breach is trying to move the Bengals out of Cincinnati. <laughs> wow. That is was- there a better chance that the Bengals get moved before the, the L.A. Chargers go back to San Diego? <laughs> um, I feel very I, confident that we're going to get Chargers are locked in for like 20 years, I yeah. think. I think they have oh, yeah. that lease that goes to 2040. Do you guys think – with the question, the Jags could move to London because that's been not I don't know reported, but it's been like kind of tossed out there as an idea for five years. Yes, absolutely. I mean, like I don't want to. My grand. I'm, speaking of expansion teams, maybe my grandfather was an original Jaguar season ticket holder. First uh, professional football game I ever went to um, was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why is that funny? You were just yelling at Breach about being emo, and you're getting all emo with your grandparents. I'm just saying that the city of Jacksonville was very supportive of him. Like, if you listen to Pete Prisco, he's like, they're never moving. Trust me. I lived in Jacksonville for years. I know how those people work. I know Florida like the back of my tan, bald hand. Um, sorry, that got, that got weird. Um, but, uh, but, but I just, I just think that at some point the NFL is going to want to put a team internationally to expand its footprint. Um, and the Jaguars make a lot of sense for multiple reasons, including the team Chad Khan owns in England. The, the, the Hotspur, and, and let's not forget that Shad Khan just tried to buy Wembley Stadium. You don't oh, try yeah. to spend four billion dollars on a stadium yeah. unless you plan on putting your football team there for at least half the season. And, and the argument that people make, they're like, "Well, he's invested millions of dollars in downtown Jacksonville. It's like, what? It's a tax write-off, and he's worth billions. Like, but that's like, it's not nothing off his skin. Uh, any other suggestions for teams that can move? Now the Bills do need a new stadium, so that uh, John mentioned them. They're a possibility. They seem to always be a possibility. So we'll see how that goes. By the way, right, Ryan, you you should be able to answer this, but I bet you can't. <clears throat> Sorry. Who was the first overall pick in the 1995 NFL expansion draft? Oh, wasn't that Derek Carr? No, that's 95. No. Were, yeah. Oh no, no, wait. I'm talking about the Jaguars been... and Panthers expansion. That I was remember. the Jaguars. So it was John uh, wasn't alive for that. Sally, wasn't it? Uh, no. It was hmm. Steve Berline, our colleague oh, at CBS Sports, ironically chosen by the Jaguars, but he would make more starts for the Panthers. the Panthers. That's right. And then the Panthers took Rod. This is the expansion draft, not the draft. The expand, like when you you know when you pull from other teams, and then the Panthers with the second pick took Rod Smith from the New England Patriots. Um, a lot of great names, Harry Boatswain. Uh, anyway, moving yeah. along. Z Cooper Seven on Apple Podcast asks. What is the over-under, Ryan, you can take this one. What is the over-under for James Conner rushing yards? Are the Steelers really the underdog in the AFC North? 
over under is eleven fifty, and no, they're not really. We're just talking about the Browns because the Super Bowl odds, and you know the team is stacked: Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, Freddie Kitchens. But I think at the end of the day, the, you know the Steelers. I think it's the Steelers and the Browns are pretty close, and the Ravens are behind there, just depending on how much you like or dislike Lamar Jackson, and then John's Bengals are probably a ways back. Uh, over or under eleven fifty, Sean. Over. But I'm worried. Breach. Over under eleven fifty. Way over. Thirteen hundred. Ooh. Hmm. And technically this is not sixteen games. That's what I'm worried about. That's a good question. If he stays healthy, thirteen hundred. If he doesn't, eleven fifty one. Over either way. (laughs) This is not technically the right way to phrase it. The Steelers are one of the underdogs in the AFC AFC North because there must be, in most cases, uh, one favorite and multiple underdogs. And that's the NFC North, where there are three favorites equally tied. Um Jay Woods 20 on Apple Podcasts asks, do you guys follow other sports where you have a favorite team and what are your favorite teams for those sports? Well, I, we, know that, we know that Brinson loves the women's national team. What else you got? <laughs> well, Brinson is the Drake Super of this fan. podcast. He just follows whoever's winning. <laughs> Jumps on every bandwagon. Minus, the, the, minus the championships. Um, well, first of all, I would say that like any red-blooded American, I root for the men and women's national teams when the World Cup begins. And otherwise, I don't follow soccer at all throughout the year. Uh, my other, like, I'm, a, I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. And uh, so I root for the Braves. We also, I also picked. Did you ever live in Atlanta? Was that growing up and they were on TBS every day? So you just picked them up as a team? No, everybody in the South is a Braves fan because it was the closest baseball I was team. a Braves fan, too. Yeah. If you lived in the well, South, you were a Braves fan. Yes. Yeah. It's on TBS, yeah. And also, I was a Cubs fan because of WGN, but that was like that was actually in the, literally in the in the mid to late eighties. Um, as people who listen to this podcast know, I also root for NC State, my one of my alma maters. I have a doctorate from another school. Um, I would love knowing what. Unfortunately, that doctorate has been blacked out, so you can't see the actual degree. Redacted, yeah, uh, it's redacted. That's correct. Um, Ryan, who are your other teams besides the Braves as a child? Um, I used to pull for the Braves growing up. Um, I don't watch baseball anymore. I lived in Boston for a while, so I sort of followed the Red Sox then. And that was back when they were terrible. That it was I don't even know if you guys remember this, but I followed the Red Sox when I moved to Boston. Jose Canseco was playing on the Red Sox. That's how long ago it was. Mobile was still there. Uh, I don't watch baseball anymore. I still have time. Fun fact about uh, Ryan. He used to yeah, run go. he used to run a website called uh heel socks Steeler Heels Socks <laughs> Blogspot. Still there. You can I'm go not, check it out. Yeah. You can go to Heels. S O S. Like high heels or tar heels? Tar heels, baby. While wearing high heels. Started oh. that in 2004 when Sean was 11. 12. 12. Um, uh, and, and you can go to this and laugh because it is yeah. ridiculous. But uh, Ryan got uh, got his. I mean, this is how you got your job. Like you got a job. You got hired at Fan House because you were writing about the heels, socks, and Steelers somehow. Um. Started with that, and then actually, I, I went to Football Outsiders first. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, a little more and prestigious. One of the biggest moments in Heel Sox Steelers history was <laughs> must have been 2004 when Will Leach linked to the Blogspot site on Deadspin. I think after the Red Sox won or something, and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is a big deal." Um, but oh, I yeah, just found, I just found the Deadspin link. Oh, did you really? Yeah, well, nice. it's linked on your web. It's linked on your blog. Oh yeah, I think Leach wrote something pretty funny where it's not a. Uh, like, like, not the best writing or something. Yeah, here, here, here's what he wrote about your site. Yeah, a bit unpolished, with few yeah. of the projection extras you'll find on the bigger sites. This blog gets by on good writing, 
consistency and attention to detail. Wow. That's, that's been the that's hit, story of my cool. life, guys. Look at me now, 14 years later. This blog, um, this blog is punctual. <laughs> uh, I don't watch baseball anymore. Um, I, I'm a Steelers fan, obviously. Uh, I watch the Tar Heels semi-regularly. I don't watch them a lot in basketball. I don't care about any other sport. And I watch a lot of um, European soccer now. Who's your and, team in the in in the Premier League? Whoever's playing I, Arsenal. <laughs> I love making fun of Sean when he's whining on on Twitter about Arsenal. I'm actually not a. I, I like the Premier League in general, but I'm a Pep Guardiola fan. Adrian, uh, I just called you my son. Brinson, if you can tell me who Pep Guardiola is, I'll give you uh, Sean's T-shirt. I cannot do that, Robbie. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but is uh, is Arsenal good? Traditionally good or traditionally? Like- They're traditionally uh, just they just do enough to make you angry if you're an Arsenal fan. Well, that, is that they used to be one of the best teams in England, but now they've fallen to like decent, like good, but not great. Okay, so this is it. Sean's not like some rooting for some like. No, he's like a Seahawks. He's like a not a Seahawks. A uh, Mariners fan for for soccer. No, uh, not at all. What? No, is it, who's all. it? Is it Liverpool? Is the really good team? City yeah. and Man City. And Man Liverpool. City. That's it. Yeah, I think my brother's a Man City fan. Little bandwagon punk. Um, all right, Sean, tell us about your loser teams. Yes, yeah, so I root for <laughs> Arsenal in the Premier League, which involves a lot of four a.m. wake ups. Um, the Mariners. Is, this is all pretty sad. Uh, but in the Bears. Those are pretty much the only three teams. When Seattle's NHL team arrives next season, um, I will start rooting for them. Yeah, no Cal. Yeah, no Cal. You don't care about Cal. No, I don't really watch much college sports or like root for college sports. Neither. Um, neither I, don't I, worry. I, don't worry. Neither does Ryan. Um, yeah. <laughs> for his job, get it exactly. Just, just like just our job. Right. Um, I my sister played soccer at UW growing up, so I kind of rooted for UW growing up, and then I went to Cal thinking that it was I was going to become a Cal fan, and then I got to Cal and I realized no one at Cal actually cares about the sports, and the sports outside of like swimming and the small ones all suck, and so that ended my Cal fandom pretty quickly. Um, I should... Jason Kidd, they have Marshawn Lynch, their sports. Tony, have a lot Tony of Gonzalez, they have Jim Breach, Jim Breach. Wow. Jim Breach is going to come up in a in, a, in another uh, instance in this podcast. By the way, um, I should point out that I also root for the Hurricanes uh, in bandwagon fashion when they're good, but that's the Carolina Hurricanes hockey team. Uh, and I have sounded the siren at the PNC Arena before the game. Pretty big deal. They ran out of. They really ran out of like important people to ask. Uh, John, how about you? Uh, my teams are almost as lame as Sean's. I was born in Oakland, California, so my two baseball teams were the A's and the Reds. Then they played each other in the 1990 World Series, and I decided I had to pick one of them. So I went forward with the Reds, who I cheered for until 2012 when I turned into Wilson and stopped watching baseball because the Reds were leading the Giants 2-0 in the divisional series, and then the Giants came back and won three straight games, and I gave up on baseball forever after that. Um, I still watch maybe five, six games a year, but I don't really seek it out. If I'm flipping through and the Reds are on, I will watch them once in a while. And also, I will say that I only own one NBA jersey. I bought it when I was 12, 13, or 14. It was the Toronto Raptors, and they won the NBA title. So I feel like being on that bandwagon for like three months back in 1995 paid off my dad was playing in a golf tournament in toronto at the time it was like a celebrity tournament charles barkley was staying in our hotel uh 
the Raptors were about to start their first season. This is the summer of 95. I think they started in September 95. And so they were just selling Raptor stuff everywhere. You know that little basketball playing dinosaur? Like, I had to have everything. I made my dad buy me a jersey, a t-shirt, a trash can, a hat. Like, I came back with $300 worth of Toronto Raptors gear. I have none of it anymore except I have pictures. I tweeted out one the the night they won the NBA title. Uh, And then other than that, I watch soccer. I'm a soccer fan like Brinson. I only watch the World Cup. Uh, feel bad. Congrats. Get into Premier League. Congrats on your championship, John. And um, if uh, I've been waiting a long time. Thanks. If, if we could, it'd be awesome to get Jim Breach to give us the clearly obvious picture of you with a Raptors jersey, no undershirt, a backwards hat and either an earring or a, a rat tail. Uh, that'd be oh, I mean, that exists somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely exists. Like eating Cincinnati chili. Um, all right, moving on. We somehow blitzkrieg. We're supposed to take a break, and I forgot to do that. Uh, so let's take a break really quick, and then we'll be right back to answer a couple more questions. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. So, Jimison101, this is the Pick 6 Podcast mailbag, by the way. Jimison101 on Apple Podcast asks... At Will Brinson, lovely. If you are going bald and you started going bald, that presumes that I'll ever lose my hair, sure. Uh, Would you use hair restoration product to bring it back? Can I... I would like like you to answer... I would like you guys to answer your thoughts. I think you would go further and get hair implants. Wow. Yeah, under no no circumstances would he go bald. Right. My dad's bald. And he very well may have been bald like two or three years ago. Oh, please. And he disappeared on one of those three-week vacations. And that, came is, back. that is... Oh, this is my new favorite theory. That's that, why he's always taking so many vacations. Yeah. <laughs> Treatment number three. Yeah. And his hair is looking pretty bad right now, too, and his vacation's coming up. Sounds like it's about time for him That's to go right. away for Time for tune-up. <laughs> At uh, this point... The treatment company probably has a name for it in their brochure. They tell other people, would you like the Brinson? That's where we give you the fluffy Southern deal. Uh, and there's just like screenshots of him from the podcast, like showing like a picture right now versus next week when he's back. That's right. I, I think someone, a listener perhaps, because I'm not going to do it. I don't have that stomach for it. Needs to go through Brinson's Twitter feed and see which randomly tweeted advertisement he sends out. Because sometimes he advertises but doesn't do the hashtag ad. I, and I've, I guarantee I've, you there's some mention of some triple link down the line to some hair restoration. Facility. I am throwing him under the FCC bus here. <laughs> I wish yeah. I, I wish I was getting paid for for Twitter ads. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you're going to get a bunch of emails tomorrow from hair restoration places now. Because we talked about it on a podcast, you think? Uh, I don't Let's think I don't think I would the hair do hair restoration appointment set up. I don't think I would I don't think I would do anything. I think I would let it ride. Uh, my dad's bald. Yeah. 
I, I don't know what I would do. It, the thought, the idea of going bald has never crossed my mind because my grandfather on my mom's side had a full head of hair when he died. Yeah, that's the rule, right? Is that is that real? Yeah, it's grandfather on your mom's side. So I've that's basically a- been operating under the premise for the past uh, 25 years that uh, I'm going to have a full head of hair until I get older. So I don't know how to answer that. I want to say that I would not do anything, um, but I don't believe that anyone would believe I was telling the truth. No, would no. you ask Wilson for advice? <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, shave, shave it. it. I wouldn't shave it. I would cling to like some crap over the top, like a cut. No, you can't do. That's what you cannot do. How long have you been shaving it, Ryan? Oh, uh, 40, 43 well, years. To back up, my dad actually shaved his head when he, he started going bald when he was 26. So you have to understand, in the, in, this was before Michael Jordan was popular, so my dad was walking around with a bald head, and I would get extremely embarrassed when he would show up at school and stuff, but apparently he, he knew what he was doing. Um, like I started probably just shaving my hair close because it was easy, probably in my 20s, I would imagine. I wasn't necessarily losing my hair. I've always had thin hair if you care, but um, now it's, uh, it's a race to the back. Um, all right, moving do you guys anything else to add on the hair thing? Um, AA Jackson 2682 on Apple Podcasts asks, why is everyone just completely ignoring the Bengals? And we're going to skip. I'm going to ignore this question. John can answer it. No, we're not, we're not going to answer it. We've been talking about the Bengals. The Bengals have gotten seven mentions on this podcast already. John just brought up that they might leave Cincinnati. Um, but I do think it's, it's because they suck. That's why. I do think the Bengals could be. I think the Bengals. And Breach, you can correct me if you, if you think I'm wrong. I think the Bengals have the highest variance of any NFL team in the league this year. They could have the first pick, and they could go 10-6. and six. They're not, Come on, stop it. Why can't they go 10-6? and six? They can they win 10 games. They cannot win 10 games. No, they can't. Yes, they can. I mean, it's not. It's it's just a thing. No, that, they yeah. could be the only team in the league, and they would still go 7-9. and nine. They have a, Guys, they have... I started an Apple Podcast burner account just to ask this question. <laughs> I just thought you should know that. Does John um, even think they can win 10 games? Yeah, I think they can win 10. Look, at worst, they're going to be as good as they were last season, and they went 6-10, and 10, and they started 4-1. and one. And you know who had the most – you know NFL uh, team had the most players on injured reserve in 2018? The Cincinnati Bengals. Sean, that's one of your metrics that you need to look into with analytics. Games missed by starters. The Bengals got killed by the injury bug. They started 4-1. The season fell off the wagon after that. The wheels fell off the wagon. So I do not think they could possibly be worse than they were last season. So I think six and ten is their bottoming out, and I think maybe ten and six or eleven and five, like Princeton just said, would be their. Last said eleven games. I mean that's the their ceiling. Is, the thing is, the Bengals might have been hurt and they might have lost a lot of starters to injury, but are those starters any good? No. But look, uh, I mean, if you start four and one and start losing starters and start losing games, I would say it correlates to yes, they are good. Teams Sorry. make random teams make a leap all the time. I don't think the Bengals are going to do it. But they've got one, two, three, four, five, six home games in the back half of their schedule. I mean, like they, I mean, if they, if they pile up three or four wins on the front half and then they hold serve at home, they could absolutely win nine or 10 games. It's not out of the question. I mean, just you're to ignore that it is a possibility is asinine. There's no team in the NFL that is guaranteed to win less than six games. There's just not. No one on this podcast hates the Bengals more than Sean. Breach is, is frozen for me. It's fine. You just don't have to do that. No one can see the video of this podcast. Just, it's just annoying. It'll, but it'll stop in a second. Just let it ride. Speaking of the Bengals and John Breach, this is, this is unbelievable because I didn't expect to see this uh, question. But it's from B-H-D-H-H-D-J-J-D-J-S-E-E-J-S-J-S. Some bunch of letters. Unpronounceable. And no way to contact them. Uh, 
So I'm not sure why you would do that. Like you should have a name or like put your Twitter handle in as your sign in if you want to ask this. Because he writes, this is probably the last question you fellas expected, but I'm going to shoot my shot. Could Breach ask his dad to become my trainer, mentor, sensei? My dream is to be a kicker. I want to put in the grind. I want to kick field goals hours on end all day, every day. I live in the greater Cincinnati area, and, and I'm unbelievably serious about this. Please, Brinson and Breach, help a young buck out. I also, also, I get that he's an adult with a job and responsibilities. All I ask is that you pitch the idea. Reverse weird smiley face. Um, does your dad have a job? I would, uh, actually, is he an adult with a yeah. lot of responsibilities? He's like half of that. No, I meant you, John, not your dad. Oh. <laughs> That's debatable. I, based on my one time meeting Jim Breach, who is quite possibly the happiest man on the planet, mm. I feel like he would jump at this opportunity to help anyone who wanted to learn more about kicking field goals. I feel like my guess would be that Jim Breach, if John approached him and said, hey, there's a stranger who listens to our podcast, who lives in Cincinnati, who wants you to mentor him in learning how to kick field goals, Jim would um, agree to do it because he thinks it's the right thing to do and he would not be happy about it at all. I absolutely would say that my dad's like the Mr. Miyagi of kickers. He loves working with young kickers. I don't know why he doesn't go out and like start an academy or something, a kicking academy. Uh, I think he would want to know a few things like how serious this is a high school kicker we're talking about. Can this kid even hit like like, he's 35? (laughs) Right, right, right. We need like some prerequisites here. Can you hit a 45 yard field goal? You know, if you're, have never hit a 22 yard field goal in your life, you probably should just give up on the kicking dream right now. Uh, so it just depends where your talent level is, but it's not crazy. He, he does do stuff like this all the time. He'll usually go out the high school kickers around Cincinnati, work with them for an hour or two. Uh, you know, so it, it isn't that crazy. This is this guy, this kid shooting his shot and maybe it could happen. Well, I'll tell you this contact information. The good news is if you, if you're listening to this and John doesn't change it between now and the time that, um, this podcast airs, you can go to John Breach's Twitter account at John Breach, and he has his email listed under his bio in case you want to live tweet your kid's birthday party or ask him if his dad can be your mentor. Uh, that's what it says. He's how many f- how many turtles has he owned? Four time turtle owner, zero time horse owner. <laughs> and he just keeps writing out Johnny B Bad eighteen at gmail.com. It's my favorite thing about you, Breach, that email address. <laughs> I would like to note that in the four years that's been my Twitter bio that only one person has emailed me to ask if I would live tweet their kid's birthday party. Uh, that's that's good. Did you? That's good. Was that either Brenton or, or Ryan? It was not. No. I, uh, <laughs> and I didn't do it because it was too far away. But I would have done it if I could have attended personally. Um, okay. That's the show. We will be back next Monday to answer more questions. We have a lot more questions. We didn't get through nearly as many as I thought. Uh, coming up tomorrow, which feels weird to say uh, the week before, but it, anyway, uh, the, the Pete Prisco and Brady Quinn, I believe, will have a two-part special breaking down the top 100 players in the NFL, and we will wrap. Uh, the Super Friends will be back one of the days, too. Maybe I got the days wrong. The, the three of you guys will talk. Um, and then we will close the week with a fantasy focus. Subscribe, rate, review, leave your questions on Apple Podcasts.